Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. On June 29, 1613, Shakespeare's home theater, The Globe, burned down after a special effects cannon being used in a production of Henry VIII misfired and caught the roof on fire. On this edition of Burning Bright, a couple pieces with at least allusions to Shakespeare. Leon Arden used Shakespeare's line from Twelfth Night, If Music Be the Food of Love, as the title of a story he wrote, and the passenger included in its 21st anniversary anthology, Burning Bright. It's about the abuse by students and ultimately administrators of a music teacher, and it's about the narrator's crush on a girl. That's the part of the story I've pulled out to read. The narrator is a high school student. Clearing his throat, Mr. Trundle stepped ever gingerly into the breach. (coughs) A quartet is any body of four performers, vocal or instrumental. A piano quartet, for example, is a piano joined with three stringed instruments. Francine scribbled notes, her shining hair guarding the page from wayward glances, while I kept an eye on our teacher, as I would on an inexperienced member of a bomb disposal unit. Later, after some students began heckling the teacher, shh, came a protest from Francine, who, to my delight, also wanted this music appreciated, not desecrated. I caught her eye, something I had never been able to do before, and we shook our heads in mutual despair. I was thrilled. As I left the room, trying not to think of what had happened, and, worse, would continue to happen, I rested my eyes on her bouncing hair and the sheathed metronome of her hips as she carried her books down the hall. By the next week he was gone from the school. Nothing was said, except that music appreciation would be discontinued until next term. Francine Swick came up in the hall one day and numbed me by speaking my name. We no longer shared a class, and I hadn't seen her for weeks. As usual, whenever we met... Time stopped for about three seconds. Her mouth was bracketed with those charming character lines in her slightly sunken cheeks, and her eyes now were extra large, as if she wished to draw me into all that cornflower blue. He's gone. They drove him away. I swallowed and said, Look, I'm thinking of asking Mr. Tinworth to give me Trundle's address, to write to him. We can write to him together if you like, compose a letter after school if that's okay, and both sign it. She smiled. I was certain she saw right through this little proposal of mine, right through and down to my boxer shorts. I'm taking typing lessons, she said. If you come to my house, I can practice as we write it. She spoke to me through turbulence. I caught the sense but lost the words. We agreed on a day. Her place, I said, was fine. The late bell rang through empty halls. She touched my arm and hurried off, her hips in jaunty 4-4 time. Excerpts from Leon Arden's story, If Music Be the Food of Love. Passenger author Shirley Brewer recently published a new book, Wild Girls, with Apprentice House Press. You can get more information about it on Shirley's website. ShirleyJBrewer.com. Here with another Shakespeare reference from her book, A Little Breast Music, that Passager published, her poem, 
the face of heaven. Today I will give away your blue suit, the one you wore to Milton's third wedding. How we laughed when the best man ruined the toast with a champagne sneeze. A hundred bubbles on your sleeve, the good days in your eyes. I fold your ties, your shirts a confusion of plaid. For months I waited for you to return, unable to face the quiet in your closet. Rubber bands in every pocket, sweaters still holding your scent. I try to remember what you wore when we met in Shakespeare, your voice counting the lines in my sonnet. Your eyes removed my clothes one unstressed syllable at a time and wrapped my body in heat that followed me home. The Face of Heaven, Shirley Brewer That title, The Face of Heaven, by the way, is an allusion to the speech in which Juliet imagines that when Romeo dies, he will be cut out in little stars and he will make the face of heaven so fine that all the world will be in love with the night. Shirley Brewer's birthday was earlier this month. So was Lucille Clifton's. Lucille Clifton was born June 27, 1936. Back in 1990, when Passenger started, Lucille was Passenger's muse and guiding spirit. Her picture was on the cover of Passenger's first issue, and inside was an interview with her and two of her poems. Passenger's 2023 Poetry Contest issue will be out in September. Hear from that issue, Charles Kessler's Psychologists. My first encounter with a psychologist was when he jerked me off a bar stool by my long blonde hair in the early 70s. As I responded to the crisis, several guys jumped between us, and the psychologist was ushered out into the street and told not to come back. The bartender then told me his story. People's problems finally flipped him out, and he became a drunk on the streets of my hometown, going from bar to bar. Now in the early 90s, I see a psychologist once a week, but I can't help wondering when my Vietnam War problems will finally flip him out. I wonder if this has anything to do with his upcoming retirement. Psychologists Charles Kessler from Passenger's upcoming 2023 Poetry Contest issue. To buy Shirley Brewer's book A Little Breast Music, Passenger's 21st Anniversary Anthology Burning Bright, subscribe to or learn more about Passenger and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, and the rest of the Passenger staff, I'm John Shore. 